What it do? You're in the building and you're listening to another episode of Mud Talk with your boy, Coach T. Welcome back to Season 5, man. First and foremost, man, can I just, before we even get started, man, rest in peace to Young Dolph, man. Uh, For those of you who really know me on a personal level, and that's, you know, there's a few people, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, as I've gotten older, I definitely, uh, my circle has pretty much been, uh, completely uh shrunk shrunk down to just like a a minimal amount of people that really really know me on certain levels but um i am a born again christian you know i decided to give my life back to christ um recently over the last you know few years or so and just rededicate my life to christ and uh just recommit everything that i do um to to my father in heaven and uh you know, that doesn't take away from a lot of the things that make me who I am today. I've always loved music. I've always loved, you know, hip hop. Um, I grew up, I grew up in the nineties. I was born in 1985. And so it's hard for me not to love music. You get what I'm saying? Uh, we grew up in arguably uh, the best era as it pertains to music, in my opinion. So, uh, don't at me, you know, but, but I, you know, that's how I feel. But, um, rest in peace to young Dolph, man. Uh, he was one of my favorite artists. Uh, honestly, like if you were to look at my Apple music on the people that I listened to, it was Nipsey Hustle was first. I've been listening to Nipsey since hustle in the house. You know what I'm saying? If you're a Nipsey fan, then you really, really know, um, you know, I, I Nipsey's gone. He, he got gunned down in his own city. Um, then today, you know, I got I got wind, you know, early on Twitter, man. Twitter is, you know, it's honestly like the news platform. You're going to find out things first on there. But uh, unfortunately, I found out that, that Dolph, you know, was murdered in his in his hometown, you know, going to get some cookies, man. Uh, people pulled up and gunned him down. So um, rest in peace to young Dolph. He was he was on my list of favorite artists. A lot of people say I look like Dolph. If you haven't seen me, go ahead and look at look at my IG Tell me what you think. Um, but I've, I've had people tell me that for years and years and years. Uh, you know, been been listening to Dolph for a long time and uh, his story and my story resonates. Uh, it just, I mean, his story resonates with me just because of the things that he talks about. Um, and again, this is a family friendly show, but my my upbringing is not. It is what it is. Let's just put it like that. Um, the decisions I made, you know, it is what it is. Um, God, God has, uh, blessed me and, and covered me with his grace and he's had a lot of mercy on me. And so, um, my past does not make me who I am today. Um, as far as like the person, I, t- I take that back. My past shaped me into the person I am today. It, it helped mold me into the man I am today, but Dolph's story and his music was something that I instantly connected to because um, I too had a mother that was on drugs. Uh, you know, I too was born in the hood. I too had to make uh, some decisions uh, in order to get some money um, in a way that just wasn't something that I, I, now that I look back on today, it's not something that I would recommend anybody do. Um, had to do some things that I, you know, I, I'm ashamed of to this day. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I gave those things to the Lord and he forgave me. So I moved on. But, uh, you know, rest in peace, young Dolph, man. He's 36 years old. 
uh, one of the flyest dudes, man, as far as it, as it pertains to fashion. You know me, I'm big on fashion. I look up to it uh, pretty heavily. Uh, he, he's one of the guys, you know, he was always real, real um, fashionable. And, uh, you know, we were both born in the month of July, both 36 years old, man. Skinny, dark skinned dudes, man. Uh, so shout out to Dolph. Uh, shout out to his family. Uh, you know, I, I said, you know, immediately pray for his family. Um, money, money can't fix everything. So, um, you know, uh, prayers up for young Dolph. Rest in peace, young Dolph. Today, we're going to get into something that's, uh, you know, kind of connected to that subject a little bit. But I want to I want to get on here and really, you know, talk to the people today, man. So before we get into that, let's get a word from one of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by gingerbrand.com. Go to Gingerbrand for all your premium quality streetwear needs. Right now, I'm rocking my super dope, super comfy, all black Gingerbrand t-shirt. And it's really cool, man, because it actually has a Bible verse right on the front of it. It reads 2 Corinthians 9 and 6, which is right up my alley, man, if you know me. That's awesome, man. So shouts out to the owner of Gingerbrand for getting this out to me. It actually shipped really quickly. It arrived here at my house a lot, a lot sooner than I thought it would get here. You know, you can find them on Instagram at gingerbrand underscore. That's at J-E-N-G-E-R brand underscore. If you're on Twitter, go give them a follow at C-O Ginger or just go to the website, man, at gingerbrand.com and check them out. He has a ton of different streetwear from jogging suits to hoodies to you know, sweatshirts and t-shirts, man, all the kind of stuff that I like to rock. And I'm sure you guys like to rock, man. Shout out to Ginger Brand from the soil, a brand you can believe in, embracing uniqueness, gingerbrand.com. After getting wind of the news today about Young Dolph, man, it led me to, you know, kind of think about uh, what I really wanted to talk about today. You know, going into the week, I typically uh, will, will get with my wife uh, prior to recording my episodes. And just, you know, she's like my I mean, she does everything, man. She's my creative director, uh, you know, my photographer. Uh, as you can see on my pictures, I always, you know, make sure I give her the photo credit, man. Stylist, uh, you know, virtual shopper, you know, what I mean, she, she does it all, man. Accountant, uh, motivator, uh, most importantly, my best friend. Uh, but, you know, she is one of the people that, that I talk to about my episodes that, that give me legit feedback and, uh, you know, kind of helps me continue to push forward with, uh, coming up with content and ideas and topics to bring to this episodes, these episodes week in and week out. Now I had a topic that I wanted to talk about today, but the passing of young Dolph made me immediately hit a hot route. You know what I mean? If you don't know what a hot route is, you know, that using the sports reference there, right there. But um, it's basically like a detour, right? You're driving down the street, boom, this road's closed. You got to take a different way. All right, so I hit a detour today to get on here and talk about something that's kind of related to death. Uh, I don't want to be sad. You know, I don't want to make this this episode super, super sad or, um, you know, have people in their feelings. But I definitely want you to walk away from this episode thinking about life and about where you're at as it pertains to um your family uh the future of your family and beyond so today i really wanted to get on here and i, and I want to talk about why is it important you know for just not only people in general but people of color to make sure that your family is covered 
in the event that you're dead, you know, in the event that you die like today, because tomorrow's not promised, man, you know, and every day, I don't know about you, but every day I wake up, man, the first thing I do is talk to God just to just tell him, thank you. Thank you for um, giving me the opportunity to be alive another day because it's not promised. It's not nothing's promised. Like it's it's not promised that I'm going to go to sleep today and that I'm guaranteed to wake up in the morning. It may feel like that, you know, because you woke up yesterday and you woke up the day before that and the day before that. But in reality, man, it's not promised. It's not promised, man. Um, I'm sure Dolph was going, you know, just to it's just a run of the mill type stop for him. You know, I'm not sure what was going through his head, but it was just like another day. Right. And and now he's not here anymore, you know, and. Uh, it led me to start, you know, really, really thinking about some things that. I feel like our people um, and not just black people, but people in general need to hear. And that's, you know, you really need to pre be preparing for what's next, because I truly believe and this is biblical, biblical, um, that, you know, a good man and you can you can even um, edit this a little bit and say, you know, a good person leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Right. She leaves an inheritance for her children's children, right? Meaning you should be constantly working on not only yourself and, you know, being fruitful in everything that you do here on this earth, but also making sure that the next generation and the generation after that will be still eating the fruit that you created while you were on this earth. And... I immediately thought about life insurance, right? And I, I know it can be something very, very simple. It sounds like, ah, oh, it's life insurance. Do I really need it? Uh, maybe you feel like you got insurance with your job. But I mean, I'm talking about actually having a policy outside of work. Um, that's the first step you could take. Um, if you're in a situation where, hey, look, you just got a regular job. You're just out here hustling. You're handling your business. You're taking, you put food on the table. You know what I mean? You 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 grinding, you handling business, you checking off all the boxes right now, but you don't have life insurance. Go get life insurance because that will make sure that in the event that you pass, that the people that you take that you took care of while you were here on this earth will now not only have what they need to take care of, you know, your expenses as it pertains to your death or whatnot, but they will also be able to have the resources they need to continue to live a life that they deserve to live. And for me, I look at that life as being something where my wife doesn't have to work, um, where my children don't have to work, where my mother or my father can still enjoy the fruits of my labor, um, even, even after I'm gone. And so life insurance is a small piece of that. But, you know, of course, doing your work while you're here on earth, is a huge, huge piece of that. So let's talk about life insurance. And I looked up a stat right online and I Googled this, right? You, you know, we always go to Google when we're just kind of, you know, doing some fact checking or things like that. But I looked up um, first the percentage of people that have life insurance. And I think it was somewhere around like 51 or 52 percent of people in general have life insurance policies. Uh, and that, excuse me, no, that's families. 52% of families here in America have life insurance policies. And I was like, wow, that's a pretty, 
good amount of people, right? But there's also that there's a that means there's a lot of people that don't have life insurance. And then I looked up, you know, how many on average, how many black families or you know families of color uh, have life insurance policies. And this stat to me was kind of surprising, and I and I was honestly happy to see this. And it was fifty six percent of black Americans now have purchased life life insurance as of July 19th, 2021. And a lot of that you can contribute to, um, you know, COVID with people dying and people just, just kind of being unsure, right. Of just life. You, you've never been more, uh, uh, cautious, right. About life until COVID came, right. Like you don't know if you're going to get sick today and COVID might take your, your health, to a whole nother level. And all of a sudden you go from being a healthy person to a person that's fighting for their lives. And we've seen that happen every day uh, with people losing their lives to, to this disease. It's this crazy um, pandemic. But, you know, looking up that stat, I was like 50, 56%. That, that is a pretty decent amount. Um, a lot of people have decided that, look, enough is enough. I'm not going to play with this thing. I'm going to make sure that I'm covered and the people that love me the most will be covered because the worst thing is, and I don't know about you, but I've experienced this in my family with people dying and all of a sudden there's no money, right? To take care of that person's death. There's no money. And now the few people in the family that may be, you know, financially stable now have this burden right on their shoulders to essentially take care of everything that's associated with that family member's death. And first of all, you can thank God for being in that situation because it's kind of bad and it's kind of good, right? You're like, yo, God blessed me to be here now because I did what was right. I did what God asked me to do. I have to take care of people that didn't. I truly believe that your blessings aren't just for you. Uh, a lot of times, some blessings are just for you. And if you take those blessings and try to share them with the wrong people, then all of a sudden your blessing is no longer your blessing anymore. And it can just throw you completely off track as it pertains to your trajectory and where you should be going uh, in that present time, in that present moment. But watching a family member have to take on everything that comes with a, 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 somebody dying in the family that wasn't financially uh stable it's 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 just sad to me um i i've seen it happen and honestly at the times that it happened in my family i can't say that i was financially stable or financially fit to be able to take care of of their passing and and to cover you know the funeral costs and all of that but Times have changed and God has put myself and my wife in a situation to where if I was to die today, my children would be covered. My wife would be covered and even their children would be covered. How do you do something like that? How do you go from being in a situation where, OK, I can't do all of that. I can't cover a funeral. I can't make sure that my children are going to have money and have a life that, you know, not only mirrors the life that I gave them, but even better, right? How do I go about that? There's a couple of different ways. Of course, 
you're going to need to look outside of your number one stream of income, which is your job. It's very easy to work every day, come home, you know, relax, release, uh, you know what I mean? Get it all off your chest, <clears throat> excuse me, from the day and get into a mode that just leads you to um, eating a good dinner, taking a shower and watching TV. And then soon that just becomes a cycle that's just endless. It's endless. It, it never stops. And then the weekend comes and the weekend is what it is. It's time to uh, celebrate not having to work. And before you know it, it's Monday again and you're doing it all over again. First thing you need to do is find out what do I really, really love? Because let's be clear. I didn't graduate. I didn't graduate college. I didn't even go to college. I just graduated high school you know, uh, to God be the glory last year. And even without a high school diploma, even without going to college, I knew what I loved doing. I knew I loved fashion. I knew I loved basketball. I knew I loved uh, having the opportunity to make a difference in other people's lives. And so those three things, and you can add fashion to that as well, because I've always loved fashion. I knew four things that I really, really loved. And I said that if I had a job or if I could make a career out of anything, it would be fashion. It would be sports. <laughs> it would be making a difference. You get what I'm saying? And so I already knew, you know, what I was here for. Now, as far as the speaking and doing a podcast and things like that, I knew that God blessed me with a voice, but I didn't always embrace my voice for what it was. I, I never embraced my voice like as a gift from God. It was something I was just like, oh, I got a deep voice. I'm just another person with a deep voice. But you get enough people telling you like, hey, you should be doing voiceover work. Hey, you should be on the radio. Hey, do you sing? Hey, uh, like you should be doing something with your voice. And eventually I'm like, you know what? I'm about to get this thing a shot. And that's when I started the podcast. I found it, you know, I found it as, as an opportunity for me to not only be a blessing to people, but to use my God-given gift in my voice and to have fun. Because let's let's be clear, man, I love getting on here talking. Most people do podcasts and they have um, co-hosts and things like that because some people say, man, I just can't get on the mic and just talk to myself like that. For me, I look at it as I'm being a blessing to others. I'm bringing my thoughts, my experiences, and my life to other people. So uh, with that being said, to not get off track, I, I felt like I already knew what I really, really loved doing. And I just needed to walk in that. I needed to give it to God, then walk in the purpose, right, um, that God has for me. And so that would create other streams of income, right? I always believe that you don't go into something because of the money, because you'll always give up. You'll give up long before you ever, ever get to where you want to be if you go into it because of the money. You need to go into it because you love it. And so I had to find out what I love doing, and that was able to create you know, some other streams of income for my family. And that allowed me to start uh, generating a certain around amount of revenue to establish a certain lifestyle for my family um, and, and at least improve on our lifestyle on a, you know, a month to month, you know, year to year basis and actually see some type of growth. Uh, that would be my first piece of advice. You know, if you're going to have some takeaways from this episode, takeaway number one would be Hey, get some life insurance. Takeaway number two would be, what do I really, really love to do? Because 
hey, if you're like me, I don't I don't love knowing that I'm going to work for somebody else for 30 years and that when I retire, I'm not going to have enough money. And even if I live to see retirement, which is not promised, that my family might not be good. Like I might not have anything to pass on to them. Like you can't pass your job, your position at your job on to your kids. You get what I'm saying? So you need to be working on something that you love that's going to allow your children and their children to be able to uh, take what you created while you were here and to run with it. Whether they like it, whether they don't like it, maybe it's an asset that can be sold. Um, so you need to find out what you really, really love. And that will be the first step. And then you build on that. Okay, what do I need to invest, whether that's time, money, energy, all of the above to make this thing happen. That would be another takeaway, right? And the third takeaway would be to grind like crazy because in the event that you leave this world um, at an earlier age, Dolph died today at 36, Nip died at 30, I believe he was 35, if I'm not mistaken, um, when he died. And you want to know that you put in so much work in that short amount of time, because let's be clear, 36 years isn't a long time. You know, uh, in 36 years, I spent a majority of that time as a high school dropout, fumbling, making dumb decisions, making life altering decisions, uh, putting my family at risk, putting myself at risk, putting my future, at, you know, in the hands of the streets. Before it finally clicked that, man, listen, that other side over there is the side where you can be really living a life that you don't have to look over your shoulder. You can be really living a life that allows you to work on yourself and go home and have peace. You get what I'm saying? And it took me a long time to get to that point. So now I'm working my butt off to say, man, I want to make sure that if I drop dead today, that I've did everything I could to make sure that my family is going to be able to live a not only the type of life that we were living when I was alive, but an even better life, right? And so takeaway number two, right, is, is find something that you love and start looking into what it's going to take for you to be able to do what you love for a living. And you can do that along with having a job. Um, one of the most, uh, I always say, man, one of my, my best follows on, on, on IG is, is the nine to five millionaire, Jamal King, who, who came out with a book called the nine to five millionaire. Don't quit your day. Uh, don't quit your day job. And he talked about how he was a, you know, a Chicago police officer for, I believe it was, I think he just retired. So how many ever years it takes you to be, you know, retire. He became a real estate mogul and a millionaire while being a Chicago police officer. And he never quit his job. Now he owns like a 17,000 or 18,000 square foot home, uh, multiple multi-million dollar companies. Uh, he's a philanthropist, uh, you know, a, a keynote speaker. And most importantly, somebody who is in a position to not only educate others through his Make Real Estate Real program, but to motivate people and inspire people to make sure that they generate, um, that they create generational wealth. And to me, that that can't be uh, taken lightly. So I, I look up to him a lot and what he's doing because there's not a lot of people out there doing that, you know, trying to help people create it because a lot of people 
were like me. They're trying to figure out like, yeah, I want that for my family, but how can I create that? Because life insurance is only going to create a certain amount of money. And let's be real. If you don't have the right type of policy, your family may be, uh, it may take them a while to actually get those funds, right? And to get a hold of the things that you left them. So what I learned through them is about a family trust. I learned through Jamal King about a family trust. And that's something that um, allows you to be able to create your own rules and your own timeline and your own, you know, restrictions on the things that you leave for your family. And so I think that's awesome as well. But, you know, I wanted to get on here today and just really, really dig in today and talk to our people, talk to you guys, my listeners. Uh, I don't care what color you are, um, white, black. I don't care what your your ethnicity is. You need to start coming up with a plan on what's what what's going to happen when you leave this earth. Well, people have to uh, be in a position to where they have to get money together and scrape up and claw and ask for handouts to make sure that you're taken care of and that you're able to have a proper burial or proper service uh, that your family will be taken care of. Will your children be taken care of? Or will they be out here trying to have their hands out because you didn't leave them anything? Listen, that's that's an ugly spot to be in. If you're if you're at a state right now where you're saying, hey, that's me. Take the first step. Look into a getting life insurance with your job. That, that would be the most uh, I would say that the easiest thing to do, because most jobs offer life insurance um, as long as you're with the company. B. Look into getting a life insurance policy that you would have outside of work, because that will give you something that you will be able to keep up with no matter what happens with your job, no matter if you lose this job today. OK, uh, B, find out what you really, really love doing, because I don't care how much money you make at a job. They can never pay you enough money. Right. To be able to pass your position on to your children. You could have a six figure, you know, a year job. Right. And if you die today, that six figure salary won't get passed on to your children. That that check won't come to them every week, every two weeks, whatever it is. So so you need to be working on something that you can pass on to your children. <clears throat> and so, uh, you know, create a will, get some life insurance, start working on things you really, really love. And creating other streams of income to where that when you die, life insurance won't be the only thing taking care of your children. And you will be able to live through through the grave. You will have an inheritance <laughs> to pass on to your children's children. Um, today's topic was a lot different. It was something that I really, really wanted to get on here and, and talk about today. You know, rest in peace to young Dolph. I'm sure his children's 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 children is going to be living, living a life that, of course, won't involve him being here. But the fruits of his labor will go on and on and on for generations to come. And so uh, my, I tip my hat to him uh, for, for putting the work in and doing what's necessary to make sure his family's covered and his family's taken care of. Guys, get up and go do the work today. Don't get caught on the treadmill of life where you're working and then you get home and you're so tired that you can't work on yourself. You're so tired that you just want to eat and watch TV and hang out. Snap out of it because those type of people are going to be the people that don't leave an inheritance for their children's children. 
Listen, man, I love all my new listeners. If you haven't already, man, please go follow at Black Divinity Clothing. Shout out to Black Divinity for supporting and sponsoring this podcast. I love you for believing in me, believing in my vision, believing in what I can do for your company. Uh, shout out to LEC Kicks, the sneaker boutique out in DeSoto, Texas. If you haven't already, man, go to LEC Kicks uh, on Instagram, man, and, and shop with him, man. He got all kind of stuff in there, man. The new Jays, they come out on the weekend. You can't find them. You, you, didn't, you didn't win on the raffle, and you're trying to find a way. How can I get these sneakers? Tap in with LEC Kicks. Send him a DM. He going to take care of you, man. Humble, humble guy, but a heavy hitter for show. That's big bro over there. Run the play. Shout out to LEC Kicks. Uh, shout out to the owner of Ginger Brand Clothing, who who sponsors this podcast. Has been locked in with me, man. I can I can never, uh, you know, I, I I can't go an episode without plugging in the people that believed in me when this tiny little podcast started. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we're still growing, we're still working, we're still grinding over here at Mud Talk Podcast. Uh, if you haven't already, man, go check out the link to the uh, the 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 publication that that was. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's still kind of crazy because it's still fresh but to know that, you know, I had two magazine articles that came out a week ago, uh, which is just phenomenal. Shout out to Internet Traffic Mag. Shout out to Medium. Uh, we got a lot on the way. You got a lot on the way. This ain't even the beginning. But if you haven't read the article, go tap in. Just a little just just a little something about your boy Coach T, man. I'm humble. You know, I'm, I'm very, you know, grateful. All glory to God for for allowing me to be uh, in a position to get on this mic every week and to use my voice. Last week, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was I was under the weather. I don't know if y'all can hear it in my voice. I fully recovered. Uh, you know, I, I didn't have COVID or anything like that, but just just a weird, you know, kind of, you know, uh, I don't know, man, chest cold or something like that. But been drinking a lot of green tea, uh, a lot of water. You know, I'm shaking back. My voice is here. And, you know, I, I didn't let that stop the show last week. I could have very well just been like, you know what? I ain't recording. Uh, I'm going to get some rest. But, you know, I believe in, I, I, I think there's power and consistency. Uh, you know, that's one of the that's one of the hardest things to be when you're doing something that's not necessarily paying you the big bucks. And that's to be consistent. You know, success comes from being consistent. So uh, shouts out to you guys. You know, uh, I love you. And if you haven't already, go give me a follow at Raw Melon Apparel. That's the apparel line. All the customers that's been tapping in with me, been getting sales all week, shipped off some packages today. Uh, I'll see my uncles this weekend. Shout out to my Uncle Sean. Shout out to my Uncle Calvin. Uh, family always showing love, man. But if you haven't already, go go tap in with Raw, Raw Melon Apparel. Got a lot coming. Got a lot on the way. Um, if you're into fashion, give me a follow, man. You know I'm going to follow back. As long as you ain't on no crazy stuff. You get what I'm saying? You know, I'm going to show you love. You feel me? But as always, man, you know the saying, love is free, hate costs. You've been listening to another episode of Mud Talk with your boy, Coach T. We out. Thank you.